Hello and welcome to the Writer's Cookbook Podcast. I'm Christina Adams. I'm Ellie Betts. And we're serving you with your weekly slice of writing advice. Yes, indeed we are. This week we are discussing how to dig yourself out of a plot hole. You know, that horrible feeling of writing away and then you suddenly get stuck and you can't quite put your finger on why, but we have some answers for you. Yeah, there are lots of ways you can end up in a plot hole and we're going to look at some of them and more importantly, how to dig your way out. That's good. I'm very excited. Shall we get right in? Let's go. Okay, so before we dive in, I want to define the difference between a plot and a plan because they're often used interchangeably. But here at the Writer's Cookbook, we have very different definitions for each, but they can both have similar consequences if they're done ineffectively. Mm-hmm. So a plan is everything from knowing your story to knowing your characters to knowing even when you're going to write, for example. It encompasses the whole writing process and it can change and adapt as you go and you need to want different things. But a plot is purely your story. It is what happens at point A in your story, what happens in point B. It's whether you decide to use the hero's journey or the snowflake method or something else. And when you get stuck on your plot, it could be that you've got a plot problem or it could be that actually you don't know your characters well enough, your world building isn't effective enough, or there's some other issue at play. Absolutely. They're very, very much interlinked, I believe. So we'll start with plan then. What kind of issues can not having a good enough plan cause? The real thing that a plan helps with is giving you a direction. And if you don't have a plan, you can get lost. When you don't have a plan, you can lose track of what you're doing really, really easily. And that could be of a particular character trait or how a character would behave in a particular situation. It could be you don't know a certain thing you need to know about your magic system or the world in which your book is set, whether that's set in this world or another world or your version of this world. Or it could be that you don't know historical facts or the facts about a particular mental or physical health condition. And that's why I always say do your research. Always, always do your research before you start so that you have a better direction and you're less likely to get stuck. And also write everything down and try and keep it in a place you're, you can easily find it. And this is why I love stuff like Scrivener or Plot Factory, because you can keep all your writing notes in one place and find them really, really quickly. I was going back through my first book, What Happens in New York, and I stumbled on some old research recently. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is really weird, because I've been writing about these characters for so long now, I don't need that research. But back when I was doing that first book, I did. Yeah, you've got to get these things out of the way sometimes, I think, haven't you? Yeah. So planning is about working out what happens, but then we have the plot as well. Uh, It's about specificity when it comes to the plot. So it's about how things happen to your character, not simply just what happens to your character. Why is having a sufficient plot worked out before writing so important? (laughs) So I'll explain this with a story. Um, A few years ago, I want to say 2016, might have been 2017, I decided to do NaNoWriMo. 
And for the first time, I was like, I'm going to plot this story in. I'm going to plot it in depth because it's a crime novel and I don't usually write crime. And I'm really excited because I love the characters. I just need to know what direction they're going in. And I think I planned it out in the November. And then I put the plot away. I was like, I don't need to look at this now until Halloween. And I came back to it on Halloween. And I looked at it and I'd written what happens and when. I had not written how any of it happens. So my big reveal said Poppy finds out who the murderer is. I did not know who the murderer was. I hadn't planned that problem. And it's a very small issue, obviously. (laughs) Yes, only in a crime novel where a body washes up on the beach. Yeah. (laughs) And in the end, the murderer changed three times because I didn't know where I was going. And I hated the process so much, I almost quit writing completely. So you got stuck in that hole because you hadn't planned ahead. Mm-hmm. You dug yourself into that hole quite almost literally, and you're stuck in it. It's, I'm sorry to hear they almost put you off writing. That's horrible. But now it, it was because, like, I had hyped up this idea in my head so much for so long because I first came up with it in 2014 and I'd done various iterations on it. I was like, no, this is the time I'm going to write this really epic crime romance crime novel. And then it didn't turn out how I wanted it to. And I think it's kind of. It's one of those things when you do hype something up in your head loads, you get really excited. And then when it turns out to be really shit, you're really disappointed and disheartened and you almost want to abandon shit completely, you know? Mm, which is not fun. And this is what we want to help our listeners avoid. Yeah, I, I the part of the reason there's a big gap between what happens in New York and what happens in London is because I needed to take a break from writing fiction. Because if I didn't take that break, I never would have written another book again. Because I was just so annoyed and disheartened and frustrated. You know, I just needed that headspace for a little bit. I think as well as making sure you know what happens, I would say making sure you know where it happens. So world building, which Mm -hmm. is another big thing. I think sometimes people get too hung up on world building. um, But equally, if you don't have enough of it before you start, you can dig yourself into a plot hole, as we say. So why would you say world building is more important than people think? Yeah, so a lot of people assume if they're writing something set in the real world or the real world, because it's never actually the real world if you're writing fiction, then they don't need world building. But the truth is that it affects everything. Like if you're writing about politics, you have to create your own political system or your own characters within that political system. If you are writing romance or something set in Hollywood or something set in a police station you know these are all things that you are going to have to take some creative license in to fit the story you want to tell you know there is a reason that when you watch a crime show they don't go and view a crime scene dressed in uh, protective gear I can't think what it's actually called like particularly if they do an autopsy they will wear like shoe covers they will wear hair covers and everything everything has to be covered when you do an autopsy but you watch Rizzoli and Isles and they do that for like two episodes in a five in five seasons because they realized it just didn't work on camera and that's kind of the sort of creative license that you probably will need to take at some point and if you've got it written down and you're aware of your world building it's a lot harder to forget particularly if you're writing fantasy or epic fantasy even more so you've got to have all this stuff fleshed out and you've got to know X species has this power and the limitations of their power are this and Y species can do that, but they can't do this. And so the more you've got it written down to refer back to, the easier it is. But also you have to be careful you don't get stuck in 
snowhold. <laughs> Bless you. Sorry. <laughs> you don't get stuck world building too much because I think there are some people who prefer the world building to writing. And that's totally fine, but there will come a point where you've done so much world building, you've got nothing left to say or do, or you've got this really great world, but no story to go in it. So you've got to find mm. this kind of balance between the world building and the telling of your story. And only you can really work out where that line is. So you almost need to do the world building alongside the plotting so that you know what you're going to need. Absolutely. You need, there's definitely a, I think everyone has a checklist of things that they need to have in place before they start writing. And it's, it's definitely something that you learn about yourself more the more you write. The most important one for me is characters. The more you know the characters, obviously, the easier I find it to write, definitely. How can not knowing your characters enough cause a plot? So, as you know, I love characters. I love talking about them. And even if you're writing something that is plot focused, what's going to make your story more memorable is your characters. Because what happens in your book isn't just about what external triggers you throw at them. It's about how they react to it and how they react to those triggers is going to be what makes your story memorable, what makes people want to keep reading, what makes people want to read the rest of the series. And if you don't know them, you don't know how they're going to respond to X, Y and Z. So if you do find that you're getting stuck on certain scenes, it really could be that you just don't know them well enough. Maybe you don't know their backstory. Maybe you don't know what they're doing in this present moment because say they've got like a really menial job and then suddenly they get fired from it and the only job opportunity they've got is like to go on this quest or something and it's going to be really dangerous. It's going to be a very different story compared to someone who's been on a previous quest and is a bit more kind of hardened and exposed. Experiences make such a huge difference. But I they think do. We, all, we all at some point or another have gotten ourselves stuck in a plot hole. I think it's quite natural. I don't want people to think it's completely avoidable because at some point or other, I think everyone's going to end up there, aren't they? Um, but we do yeah, have I had that other... issue the other day. <laughs> there you go. You see, you've been doing it for years, all these years, and you're still getting these issues. See, we're all human, dear listener. We're all human. But I hadn't written a word on the book yet. I fixed the plot hole in the plotting stage Mm. before I could get to the point where I was like, crap, where do I go now? Practicing what you preach. Good to see. Good Mm -hmm. to see. We do have some other techniques we can share as well to help people in those situations. One of my favorites that I am calling phone a friend, (laughs) (laughs) Which, which translates to asking writer friends for help. And supporting them too as well when they need help. But specifically, why would you say writer friends are sometimes more important in helping you than non-writer friends? Because they're coming at it from a similar place. So they understand the process a bit more, where you're going, what you're trying to do. But non-writer friends, like they may come from a really supportive place. But if they don't understand story structure or characterization or the genre you're writing in, they're not going to be able to help you as much. There's a lot to be said for like talking it through just aloud. Like when I was younger and I'd get stuck, I'd just like talk at my nan. She wouldn't have anything to say in response because she wasn't a writer, but just talking at her about it was helpful. But what helps me the most is talking to other writers about things. And that's part of the issue. We're not just talking about sending writer friends 
your first, second, third, whatever draft, we're talking about talking. We're talking about asking, uh, well, they'll be asking you questions and poking you in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes you only need like one or two people to talk things through. You don't want to have lots and lots of perspectives quite often because then it can start to get really confusing. I asked for help with some dog stuff in a Facebook group and I got about four different responses. And it makes it quite confusing to know which is the best direction to go in. Yeah, yeah. You've got to, got to keep it to the right people. But it is invaluable. I think I have had some amazing help from some amazing writer friends over the time. And I wouldn't be half the writer I am without my writer friends. So can't recommend that enough. We actually have our Facebook group for podcast listeners, if anyone's interested. If you go to writerscookbook.com forward slash Facebook group, you can find some supportive writer friends in there. Or you can just come and say hi. We're very friendly. We don't bite. Our next technique is called putting it in the drawer, which I'm sure people have heard of. Obviously dates back to when people would have handwritten manuscripts or written on a typewriter. Physical manuscripts, whereas obviously today... 90% of people, I imagine at least, are writing digitally. Why do people talk about putting it in the drawer and how long should you put it in there for? Yeah, putting it in the drawer means that you're completely separating yourself from it for a certain period of time. So I recommend at least a month, but the longer you can do it for, the better. And as you grow in experience, then you can lessen that time. But you really need to separate yourself from that project so that you develop some emotional distance In that time between finishing that draft and going back to edit it, you will grow as a writer, you'll grow as a reader, as an editor, and as a person. And so that means that you will be able to edit it to a much, much higher quality than you would have done if you'd carried on and just kept going and kept going and not taken a break so that you could look at something objectively. Absolutely. And practice makes perfect. Like you said, the the more practice you get at putting it away, the less time you'll need to put it away. You know, it'll take less time to gain that objectivity the more you practice this technique. Yeah, it kind of becomes like a switch in your brain, but you have to train it first. And the only way you can train that switch is by doing them at two very, very separate times. So while you've got your current book in a drawer, I would recommend working on a completely different project, for example, not even the next book in the series, but maybe a second series or a standalone or even focusing on some nonfiction or some poetry for a little bit something that's completely detached so that you don't have those characters in your head all the time or the story in your head all the time. I really tried actually in 2020 to do it so that while my book was at the beta readers, I would draft the next one in the series and I, I give my beta readers a month. So that whole month's plenty of time to draft it. And I tried this three times and I never got that draft done during that beta reading period because I just needed a break from the characters. I needed that distance. I just found it really, really hard to keep focused and to keep going on that series during that time. So I often would focus more on my nonfiction during that time, or I'd focus more on client work. It just allowed me then when I came back to it to view my characters and the story more objectively. And then I could go straight on to the next one as soon as I'd finished proofreading because I knew what was happening because I usually plot quite far in advance anyway, so I can still foreshadow stuff. But I also still then get that emotional distance in. That makes sense. That makes sense. The um, final thing I want to talk about then is the most important technique you could do when writing is to not 
give up. You've got to keep going when you get stuck. People get stuck. Everybody gets stuck. Even if it's a small thing, it could be a huge thing. It could be something like your poppy thing where it didn't <laughs> work. But there are ways and means out there to identify what the issue is. And there are ways and means out there for you to fix the issue. You've just got to have that resiliency and keep going forwards, I think. You know, the world deserves to hear your story, as cheesy as that sounds. I true, want to hear your story. <laughs> um, no, you're, you're totally right, Ellie. And I think that point when you get stuck is the moment that will define you the most as a writer. Mm. If you cannot force your way through that point of being stuck, you're probably not going to make it, being brutally honest, because that's not the hardest obstacle you're going to face as a writer. You know, you're going to deal with negative reviews and you're going to deal with rejections and you're going to feel disheartened if your book isn't selling as many copies as you'd hoped and you're not making as much money as you'd like to. And so if you can't even handle being able to get over a plot hole, how are you going to handle all the other negativity? Because this is only step one of all of the things you're going to deal with. There's a lot out there, but... You can do it. You can do it. Those are all the tips that we have at the moment. So metaphorically speaking, it is time to get those shovels out and start digging yourself out of those plot holes. When the shovel dig you deeper? Well, I was picturing Minecraft where I dig outwards, diagonally upwards, every time I get lost underground in my Minecraft metaphorical plot hole. Yeah, that went totally over my head. I've never played <laughs> Minecraft. But let's go with it. Let's just pretend it worked, okay? We'll leave you with that and with your slice of writing advice. And we'll see you next time. Don't forget to visit writerscookbook.com forward slash Facebook group to join our Facebook group, which is free. Everyone's welcome. Come join us. Take care. Bye. Bye.